on the VL Podcast, Episode 6, Why We Didn't Wait, Part 2. This episode is sponsored by Boho Black Fashion Boutique in Atlanta, Georgia. Hello, hello to on the VL. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, so now we're continuing our little series called Why We Didn't Wait. This is part two, and we have three am- new amazing guests with us. But first, I'm going to let my sisters introduce themselves um, in case this is your first time listening. So, Maddie, you can go first. What's up? What's up? It's thing two of the circle or on the VL. Um, this is Madison here, and we're excited for y'all to be listening. This is a very, very... Um, exciting um, series we have going on, and so we can't wait for y'all to hear. You already know who. Go ahead, is. thing three. You already know. Ten, thing three. <laughs> Every time. Um, and yes, this is Temi. Super excited to just have this opportunity to just continue sharing this very important topic with you guys, and we hope that you guys just you know listen with an open heart and just you know hear our amazing guest story and hopefully maybe take something away from it. Awesome, awesome. And this is thing one, Mariah, the one that opened this podcast up. And we're just, again so excited for um, our guests to be here and for you all listening. So, without further ado, let's introduce our guests. We're going to start off with Kayla. Ooh, let's go, Kayla. Hello. Um, my name is Kayla. I've been a long time friend of Mariah. And so, I'm just here to share my experience and kind of give you all some guidance on like the things that happen when you don't and don't wait. Right. Yeah. Tell us more about yourself, please. Don't be shy. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a nursing student. Okay. Yes. Graduate. You know, so ready for that. Um, just really, there's really not much from, about me. I'm the only child. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't really. It's not really much to say about me. That's really my goal right now, and me getting my getting back on track with Amen. my word and God, and that's really. All about me right now. Amen. Amen. All right, next we're gonna take it to Amber. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm a senior human resource management major. Um, I'm about to graduate. I am Ooh. the CEO Ooh. and founder of um, my own talk show called Kia Reveal, which stands for Knowledge Evolving Youth Adult. And I'm excited to be here. Um, thank y'all for having me and allowing me to share my story and the importance of why you should wait. Amen. Thank you for being here. And last but not least, Christian. Hey, this is Christian. I'm just here so I won't get fined. But but no, um, I'm happy for them to have me here. I'm a longtime friend of Madison. Um, something about me is I have bearded dragons, three of them to be exact, and I'm going to start breeding them soon. So. <laughs> Well, again, thank you all for being here. We're going to get started. So um, we just noticed and we all want to thank you all for your transparency on this blog. Um, if y'all, you all have not read the blog yet, please do. They just gave us so much knowledge and wisdom and they were so transparent. We just want to thank you. We know that that wasn't easy. So one of our first questions we want to ask you, um, Kayla, we can start with you. Was it a struggle or was it hard to write 
the blog? Was it hard to be transparent? And if so, why? Um, I feel like it was more hard to write it because I didn't want to talk too long. I feel like um, with my journey in not waiting, I kind of learned a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was like trying to condense everything that I learned into a small vlog. I mean, blog. <laughs> um, but it really, it really, the hardest part to me was really thinking about what other people's would think, what other people would think about it. So, because I feel like in today's time, sex, the topic of sex is like so easy to talk about, but then it's like actually putting yourself out there to the people that you don't want to know that you have sex is kind of like hard, but I feel like it was something that needed to be done. So I kind of just was like, I prayed about it, asked God to guide me. And after that, he took Amen. care of us. Amen to that. Yeah, it was very mm-hmm. beautifully written. Um, and it can be challenging to, I guess, in a way, be naked out there, just like sharing your deepest parts. But we're so grateful that you did. Yeah. Right. And then how about you, Amber? Was it hard for you to write it? Or um, did you have any challenges either personally or any um, anything? Uh, what, what was your feelings about writing the... Um, honestly, it was quite easy for me um, because it's nothing I'm ashamed of. Um, I think it for me, it would have been harder if it was something I was ashamed of, but I'm not ashamed of it. I, I'm big on using your story to help other people. So for me, it was easy, but it was it was making sure that people understood this was me, you know? And I didn't want to write it in the form of someone else. I wanted to make sure that it was solely me, my experience, my truth, my honesty, and um, how I could help someone else. So for me, I didn't have any challenges. I think it showed me a lot. Um, it showed me not only my growth, but my maturity where I was. Um, from that season to this season and how God has helped transform me into where I am today as far as that standpoint. So for me, it was pretty easy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Happy was happy was easy for you. Smooth, smooth sailing. Right. Smooth sailing. All right. And Christian, how about you? What did you do um, about writing the blog? It was my first blog. Um, thanks again for having me. <laughs> um, I... I <laughs> I, I agree with Amber, though. I mean, it's me. It's who I am. I mean, it's kind of what made me who I am, in a sense. I mean, my story's a little different from others once we get into it, but it's more so of telling what happened, and I know there's going to be lots of questions about it, um, because mine, mine was pretty young. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you guys' honesty, honestly... Honestly, honestly, LOL. Um, you guys' honesty was so apparent. And so we're really grateful for that because it was like clear that you guys were really just putting yourselves out there. And I know people and readers and listeners are going to see that and hear that and hopefully take something away from it. Okay, so based on why you struggled or didn't struggle, um, you're, you know, you're, again, your blogs were very transparent. Um, so we just want to ask you know, some deeper questions. Um, but what do you wish you would have known about sex before you engaged in it, if at all? Whoever wants to go first. I'll, I'll start. I'll <laughs> go. It's, it's... Yeah, <laughs> jump at it. Um, <laughs> well, with mine, I could have known a whole lot more, obviously. Uh, <laughs> like, there wasn't much of anything that I knew at all. 
other than it was happening. So it's just, just mm. I mean, there wasn't much to necessarily prepare for because that wasn't on my mind, nor nor should it have been. But at mm. in today in today's day and age, I can't say the same for some of these kids because they start earlier and earlier. Like, yeah. like I have a um, a nine year old nephew. I don't know what he knows. Like it's it's to the point where you don't know what what they know and see because what social media and TV and everything yeah. is just, they show everything at this mm-hmm. point and just like deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a very true statement. And I, I would say, I guess you're an anomaly um, for this podcast, but you're not really in like the world because as you said, there are a lot of kids that are doing it younger and younger because mm-hmm. that's just the way social media is and the mm-hmm. way it's presented now. Um, yeah. But thank you for that answer. Um, ladies, who wants to go next? Okay. Um, well, for me, the whole birds and the bees talk was easy. I mean, you know, you know, for some people who have that guidance, you know what it is and, and how to be safe and things like that. I think what I didn't know that I experienced was the aftermath. Um, no one really talks about the aftermath of what comes with, you know, being, being sexually active. Um, no one tells you about the entire, um, the soul tie to it so for me I knew the basics um what you know parents normally just tell you and try to scare you with but never the aftermath does it make sense yeah 100% soul ties are just such a real real thing I feel like maybe this is just my perspective and point of view I just feel like it's not talked about enough as it should be you know I just feel like it should be it should be way more highlighted um, just because it's such a real thing that is going on that so many people don't even realize it's happening, but it's something that like can, you know, keep people in bondage. And I know in later um, talks and podcasts, we're going to go into more of like what soul ties looks like and things like that. But yeah, I just feel like it should definitely be more talked about for sure. Cause it's such a big thing. Right. Absolutely. Cause if I knew what I know now, I most likely would have never mm. because you really don't realize how strong it yeah. is until you have to deal with it and you do not deal with it during you always deal with it after yeah and you start and it's like a change it's you know how when you see someone depressed that's what literally happens the change where it's very significant you can yeah. see it and recognize it within yourself but you have no idea the source mm-hmm. of where it came from and it really gets down to you know spiritual thing as well but I agree yeah, absolutely. All right, Miss Kayla. Okay. So I feel like something I would have wanted to know before is like how the effect of soul ties will have on your relationship with God, if that makes sense. Like if y'all watched the Michael Todd sermon about the soul mm-hmm. ties and all of that stuff. Yeah. when it first came out I really didn't want to watch it because I'm like oh he's gonna call me out like I don't have no soul ties like nobody's affecting me like like that but then when I sat there and thought about it it's like no not there are soul ties and I just thought this is just from my experience but not every person that I had sex with I feel like yeah. I had a soul tie with if mm-hmm. that like like I know it's there but it didn't affect me in that way like mm-hmm. I was able to move on from it um but of course, there are a, some that you know are still holding on, but you just gotta pray about that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> okay. Okay for but um, I just feel like 
when I saw in the message, it really got me when he was showing how you're trying to go forth and what God has planned for you. And then all of these soul ties are kind of holding you back from what God has, uh, that what God has planned for you in your life, like your destiny. And so when I saw that, I was like, wow, I never, I don't want anything in this life to block me from what God has in store for me. Cause I know whatever he has in store is like better than anything I can ever imagine. And um, I really do want to make an impact on people's lives with me being in nursing. I'm going to have so many different patients who are going to be in like my care. I'm going to have to watch them. And I want to be able to let like the Holy Spirit guide me to know like and listen to him. So, yeah, I just kind of I wish I would have truly understood how soul ties can hinder you from god's destiny for you because i knew what they were but i didn't think they had anything to do like they're just a soul tie man okay i'm tied with this person but it's not going to stop me from reaching my goals but when he showed it in his um preaching in his sermon (laughs) yes when he said it in his sermon like it really showed me how yes the soul ties are hurting you as a person but it's also hurting you from reaching the goals that god has in store but all of you all hinted um at how you wish you would have known more or like you thought you knew the basics but it didn't what you saw whether it was from what your parents taught you or from whether you saw in tv or music or social media it didn't prepare you for all of it and only prepare you what like the good part about it I didn't tell you all the things and Christian you hinted at this the most but as for someone who started young um and we know that in our society they're starting younger and younger like what are y'all's thoughts on that from come like from the mindset of oh I didn't know all of it or I knew just a basics level but I didn't know all that it encompasses so like what is your you know thoughts about how our world's portraying sex and how young people are being exposed to it. Everybody's essentially exposed to the same things, but at the end of the day, those people aren't your children's role models. You have to instill those good characteristics in your children, but they're going to make the choices that, that they want. But the best thing parents can do is teach them the right things to do because I mean, you don't want to have talks about sex with with um, elementary school kids or things like that. But at, but back when I uh, moved to Gwinnett County in like '06 or whatever, in fifth grade they were they taught us sex ed in fifth grade then. So if they they were teaching us then, they're obviously going to go younger and younger because it's happening younger and younger. But the best thing you can do is prepare someone for what may be to come. It not it may not be for them. It may be for them to tell their friend, "Hey, because their parents not teaching them." But nobody's your ch- child's role model, but you. You can't blame society. I mean, to an extent, you can. Yes, like how some women are are more dressed than others. But I mean, you can teach your child, "Hey, you shouldn't really show this is this that and third off because." Men may think this, these men are predators, etc. But at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want to do. 
Hmm. I would have to say. Um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I just feel like with that, with sex becoming something that's so like out there and put like out there at a young age, I really feel like it's a thing of spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. That's what is coming into play. Like just for the images that are on the television, the like messages that are even in element like elementary television like when you look back at some of the episodes of spongebob when you look back at some of the episodes of like your cartoons mm-hmm. you there it's in there it's like you can see like the sexual persuasion that is within the television show so i really feel like it's something that as a parent i know that it's very scary and you don't want to talk about it but i feel like as soon as like the sooner the better because I rather teach my child about sex the spiritual way like how God wants it how how he wants it done because at the end of the day your sexual life is also a part of your relationship with God if that makes sense yeah um and I just really feel like it's a strong spiritual spiritual warfare going on the devil is at work and he's trying to persuade children and like trying to get those graphics out there towards them. So I'd rather them learn it from the Bible than from television because mm. television is going to make it seem like it's okay. It's a normal thing, but I feel like it's something that needs to be taught so that they can have, so that they can grow their sexuality with God instead of it being something that they're trying to find it out on their own because they feel like this is something that they have to deal with when they need to know that God is there with you no matter what, even through your sexual situations. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I definitely have to say it. It all comes down to your foundation. Um, I think, uh, you know, that this aspect of um, sex is definitely um, normalized more than it ever has been just based through music, um, social media, um, influencers. Everything's all about the sex appeal and, and, you know, normalizing that. But I really think it comes down to the foundation. Um, I can only speak from a Christian foundation standpoint that um, it, it really comes down to how parents show their children this, but also explain it to them. Um, because when you have a solid foundation and you understand where your help and strength comes from and the revelation you have to know about this, per- you know, this particular topic, it makes it easier as your child grows and transitions because they have the foundation they need to be able to build on that. Um, and it just comes, I mean, without being, you know, too strict of a parent, just kind of show- showing your children like, hey, you know, this is why we don't engage in this because temptation is real. That's not something of God. That's definitely a tactic of the enemy. Um, so just instilling that in them and, and teaching them, um, I think it's better when you teach a child right from wrong than to just throw them out there, you know, because then they can get all that from anywhere. I mean, they can try to seek guidance and, and learn things based off of them. But when you teach them the foundation, they almost have the blueprint, you know what I'm saying, to know, okay, right from wrong and what mm-hmm. comes with that. And I think that's important um, that our generation should definitely normalize is the fact that you have now grown up, you've learned the error of your ways. So now how do you help the next generation not make the same mistake? And that just comes from understanding, okay, well, 
I needed more knowledge in this. So let me instill this in my child at different stages and levels because you can't explain that to a young child all at once. That's impossible for them to grasp. But if you give it to them in levels, it makes it easier because you're laying the foundation. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah, 100%. So I definitely... I definitely think that for yeah. sure. I think that um, it's important for parents to play that role just because like at the end of the day, like TV is TV, things are going to be shown, social media, everything is all out there. And so um, I think it's so critical. Uh, and obviously we're not parents, so, you know, there's that. But I just feel like growing up for me personally, whenever I have kids, it's just like thinking about the fact that these are the things that are in our world, period. And so, like, me as a mom in the future, um, I have to know these things and be able to, like, properly prepare my kids. And that means having these hard conversations that are, like, just they just have to be had because they're going to learn this from somewhere, so they might as well learn it from me who knows, who, you know, would have known more about that and all of that and have that experience. And so, yeah, I definitely think it's so important to for parents, like, you know, play that role of just talking to their kids, having that conversation, because it's, like, much more important now more than ever. But, yeah, anything else that anybody else wants to add before I... Oh, I just want to add a little bit something. I definitely agree with you, Amber, that it's something that sex can't be taught to a kid all at once. But I really, Mm -hmm. I do agree that it needs to start with... um, them learning that God is God that any sexual thing that occurs like God needs to be in it if that makes sense so like for example when it comes to prayer if you're going through something you have you have to pray and allow God to come in so that he can do his work yes he has all power to do whatever he wants but he wants to be invited in and not forced so I feel right. like it's something that a child needs to understand so that them they they can invite God into that situation. So it's not like a I'm trying to figure this out on my own, but I when you like right. so when you're young, you can teach them if you ever have any questions or anything about sex or anything, you can come to us and know that God is there with you through it all and that you can also ask him things as well and so that kind of just allows it to where they can have that conversation on their own with God to invite him into that so that they can hopefully stray away from getting into those sexual encounters yeah yeah absolutely invitation yeah yeah so um we have another question for you guys and you know we don't really know all of the details about you guys choosing to wait if you choose to wait in the future and all of that but um we really just want to know if or whether you choose to wait for whatever reason or even if you're not waiting what have you learned from all of what you've been saying like what are some things that you've learned that you can now take with you into whatever relationship you get into whether or not that includes you know anything to do with sex so basically what I'm asking is just the like how are you guys now that you have all these things you know all these things with like what comes with sex and all of that how can these things help you when you go into your next relationship and you know you have plans to have sex or you know maybe you're not gonna have sex or whatever that looks like for you if that makes sense um, I definitely think it comes down to the foundation and what you establish yeah. with that person. I think the first thing anyone should have is a level of respect. Um, I personally, in this day and age, cannot be with someone who did not 
respect my values um, in terms of me waiting. Because for me, I feel like it's so displeasing to God now that I have the relation, mm-hmm. revelation I have. And I'm on this quest where I don't want to do anything that is going to upset how he views me. And he, I'm talking about God, you know. So for me, I think it comes down to um, now knowing what I know um, and, and wanting to move forward in that is I'm making sure there's a level of respect there. But also, I feel like if this is someone you want to build with, it's important to explain that because um, you want them to understand that, you know, while I do respect you and care, you know, this is big for me. And if it's important for you to get to know me and to grow with me, then this is a part of my life I need you to respect. And if not, and they're honest with it, I can respect that and I can move accordingly because, at that point, now you've left the decision for me. So I think the biggest thing is the respect factor, but also the constant communication. Um, and two, one thing that I've learned is there are so many different things you can do to keep a relationship going outside of that, that it's fun. You get to learn someone. I mean, when you commit to someone, you commit mm-hmm. to every variation of who they are and will become. And I think it's important to see someone in all seasons and to grow with them and learn with them through the changes. Because that's who you're committing to. You're not committing to the sex with a person. You're committing to who they are. And I feel like with that time, it takes time for you to get to know someone. Um, And now you have nothing clouding that judgment. So I think more than anything is just taking it slow, but also getting to know a person. We rush so much, even without us knowing it. But if that's someone you see as a potential mate, you need to get to know them. Um, you, you really need to know them. You really need to see their traits and make sure that they're compatible to everything God has called you to do, called you to be. But, you know, is, is, is this person going to be a great father? Have you even seen them interact with people, you know? So there are a lot of different things I feel like you can do in a relationship with the respect and communication that can take away all of the attention from the flesh. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think I'm trying to yeah, explain it. Right. <laughs> you know, that, that was actually very powerful, Amber. Um, because I don't think I think our um society we are in like a selfish culture where it's all about us and what we get out of stuff, even when it's something as simple as a relationship or a job or anything, it's all about what we get out of it. We don't get out what we want, then we just move on. And I think it's very important in the topic of relationships where you actually take the time to know people and res- when it, and for us who are waiting, um, just respecting, because it's kind of hard for us, and it's going to be a later question because I want everybody to be able to answer <laughs> this fantastic question, but um, it's hard sometimes, um, especially as virgins who we want to wait, whether it be until we find the person that we love or to get married, and then we hear society tells us that like, oh, nobody's going to be with you because you're not experienced or sex is so important that if you don't get it in a relationship in the front end, you're just going to be single forever. And I just think that was very important, like actually encouraging what you said that, oh, you have to get to know the person because in actuality, most of your relationships, most of your marriage was not going to be spent in the bedroom. It's mm-hmm. going to be spent talking and hanging out with each other and raising the family. And it's just showing that there's, other priorities, you know, sex is important than sex. But y'all got that. Go ahead, and figure. Um, my thing that I've learned is that many people 
not myself per se, but many people around our age and everything, their their relationships are founded on sex because they'll meet in first week, first day, whatever. I mean, that's her choice. And first and foremost is her choice. So um, it's her, her choice, then their choice. But, I mean, you, you cannot base a relationship off sex because things happen, like medical things to him, to where he can't have sex now. So what is your relationship without sex? So just going off what Amber said, you really have to get to know this person. Like my uh, past relationship, I just got off like, what, three, four months ago. I was in a relationship for three years. And in those three years, the, the person I got into a relationship with is the same person. But at the same time, not the same person like you, because I'm going to say they're the same person because I didn't fully know them. Uh, we may have kind of rushed into a relationship, but like we were best friends prior to dating. But the thing is, you still don't know someone until you start get, actually getting to know them. How I, I, I know how that sounds, but like, <laughs> no, we get it. We get it. In the yeah, scheme of a relationship, <laughs> it's different than, like, when you're just friends, when you're, like, in a relationship with somebody. You, like, you really get to see them see them, you know? Mm -hmm, because we we actually live together, and you you really, it, it tests your patience, like, what what sets you off about <laughs> Oh, no, there's days you walk in the house. You, you're... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, no. Like, like seriously, there's days you just walk in the house and just like, I don't want to be bothered. And no, and it's nothing they've done. It's just the fact that you just don't want to be bothered that day. But a lot of times the person on the receiving end of the not want to be bothered, they feel some type of way as if you don't love them or they did something. And it's not the case. You're just that day. You don't want to be bothered. So you really have to get to know someone in their ways what they don't like and and it's about respect like amber said it's and when you're having you want to converse with people not argue because you if you just if you're just talking back to have a response you're not listening you're not mm -hmm. trying to you're not trying to comp you're not trying to comprehend mm -hmm. what that person's saying you're not trying to understand where they're coming from you may you don't have to agree where they're coming from but try to understand where they're coming from because that that yeah. that that'll change the whole situation. Okay, right. I may not agree with it, but I do apologize and I understand and I work on it. Like it, it's not hard, but it's the it's the effort. The effort is the hardest part. Mm. Yeah, right. Y'all just dropping some. Yeah, right dropping all of it. <laughs> all of it. Um. Well. For me, moving forward, I will be practicing not having sex in relationships mm -hmm. until married. So um, I feel like because with we could say the way I was delivered, you know, I'm putting quotation marks around delivered um, <laughs> from like my sexual life. It really was showing me that when I was having sex, it wasn't really because of the relationship. It was more of like trying to fulfill a need in my heart like something that was missing and so once that's filled by god it's really just like a, yes i'm gonna have the temptations because i know how it feels and i know their urges but at the same time i i i imagine myself being like okay maybe you know if i mess up i just imagine myself at the end of the day just crying like because i know what I know the peace and the joy that God has given me from letting that go so i would never want to lose that and when it comes to what Mariah said about um, if you're a virgin, like 
you're not experienced. I don't want to be with you because yada, yada, yada. If you don't give up sex on the first day, it's this and the third. That's the, I feel like that's the issue with society nowadays. When you look at social media, like we idolize all of these couples and them being together, but they're so on and off. They have, and every couple has their Man, issues. Say that. <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> like they're so on and off. It's like you see how a relationship is when it's not built in God's plan and like in, in his word. So I feel like for me moving forward, I want someone who's as driven for God as I am. And I know that if he's that driven, that he will understand why I want to wait. And if he doesn't, I will take God's joy over that, you know? And like, and I have watched, I've been watching a lot of YouTube and like couple ceremonies because, you know, I am waiting for it. I've seen how people have been in a relationship. They started with sex and then God convicted them about it. And um, one of the, like the female understood and was like trying to stop and the male was not having it. So they ended up breaking up, but in a way they grew, they grew in their relationship with God alone and then came back together mm-hmm. and was able to have a relationship with sex outside of it. And they were both serving for God. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, with me and my path and getting to know God better and um, everything that he has for me, like I would want the same thing for the person that I have so that when we come into relationship that we're both striving after God, because if we don't have the same mindset when it comes to that, then either God's going to fix it to convict him to where he's like, okay, I'll wait. Or it just wasn't meant to be because at the end of the day, I want to be in a relationship with someone who wants me for me and not because of sex. Because as like sex is not the whole, as Mariah said, sex is not the whole relationship. It's only a part of it. And um, I want to say something else, but it flew away. It'd be like that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. I do want to clarify. I do know there are some listeners who may not know God and um, like know Jesus. And I see that for, especially for Amber and Kayla, y'all talked about how that's been the drive of your, the push or the motivation for y'all moving forward. But for our listeners who don't know God, um, and this is for all of y'all, are y'all just saying that it's more to relationship than just sex and it's more about being compatible and getting to know that person outside of that can y'all like yeah right yeah um for me i think it's very important because um getting to know someone will show you a lot um i'm the type of person where when you when you get to see someone in their truest form they'll really show you who they are and so for me i feel like that is very important to see someone to really get to learn them and make sure that this is someone you're compatible with. Do they do they show the traits of um the fruits of the spirit? You know, like do do they possess certain things that that you know God wants for you, especially in you know moving forward with the the progressing of that relationship. So for me, I really think that getting to know someone is way more important because the physical it will come. You know, under the covenant it will come, but understanding who they are and really liking who they are to me holds more value because this is someone you want to potentially spend the rest of your life with 
So you need to like them. You need to know them, you know, and understand that as they grow and as you grow, do y'all have the foundation that was built to be able to grow with one another and relearn and readjust, you know? And that comes with knowing the person and understanding when there's a shift, when there's not. Because when you're so in tune sexually, you don't really see those changes. You only see changes in, in the sexual interaction, but you never really see the overall change. Does that make sense? Because, like, people people have a tendency that when when it's only built on one thing and they change out of that, it's different, you know? But when you know someone, you can kind of recognize where they're changing. Right. And, um, um, I feel like ladies, ladies first, <laughs> ladies first, <laughs> ladies first. Uh, okay. Um, I feel like yeah. With if we want to take you know God out of it, if you're not a believer, sex is definitely still something that needs to be out of the relationship before you like. Needs, it basically needs to be out of the relationship because sex can put beer goggles on your eyes to what the true intentions of that person and yourself mm-hmm. is because it's like if the if the sex is so good but they get on your nerves all the time and then like <laughs> y'all have an argument and then y'all do some makeup sex and then everything's all good now but what is it truly good yeah. you know what I'm saying like or is it just you're here because of the sex are you there because of the person and then my thing is like over time people grow and people change um that's just that just happens because you know you get older with wisdom and more experiences so people will change over time so if you didn't know them in the beginning you just know them sexual how do you expect to be able to grow with that person in the future if you could never meet them at their beginning and see the journey that they took you know it's like with a partner that's someone that you're supposed to be able to come home and you know, cry your eyes out or rejoice and be happy about something good that happened in your life. But if they, like, you come home and it's something big to you, but it can be small to them because they don't know the journey that you went through to get to what you accomplished. Yeah, So that's why I feel like sex is definitely something that just needs to be off of the table because it it makes, it's a blinder. It really truly is because when you think about the person and that's your partner, you thinking about them in bed, but are you thinking about them as a person? Do you think about, oh, their goofy smile, their eyes, da 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 No, you're thinking about having sex with them instead of thinking of them as a person. And, yeah, that's why I think sex needs to just be out. Yo, that was so good. That was good. That was fire. Never thought of it. And we love having different guests on here because each of y'all bring y'all's different personalities, y'all's viewpoints. And that's one thing that we pride ourselves on the VL, even though, like, my, me and my sisters are our motivation for waiting is um uh, like christian values mm-hmm. and god and our own personal beliefs but everybody we had on here had different walks some were christian some were not and some had different motivations but we just love it how transparent and how honest and how each of y'all have brought y'all's own wisdom um because what on the vl is we just want it to be like a safe um, safe place and we want to incorporate even though for us we are waiting we do want to incorporate people who have different mindsets about the process of waiting whether they did wait whether they're not waiting whether they didn't wait at the beginning and they're trying to wait now because each of y'all have a valuable wisdom a valuable tenant valuable um just thought process that can contribute us and help us because not one our viewpoint is not necessarily the right one if that makes sense and not, not like it's a right or wrong thing but 
we should always factor in everybody else because that's how we grow. That's how we have better understanding. That's how we connect with other people more. And I think that's the heart of on the VL is just to connect with society. We just want to normalize our sexuality. We want to normalize what we want to do. And um, I just want to thank y'all so much just for bringing y'all's own wisdom and your own thought process and challenging our viewpoints and our thoughts. Because I don't think, I feel like society would be better if people just sit down and have these conversations. I don't think it would be anything with ridicule of like talking about virgins or the quote unquote stereotypical title, talking about hoes or just hearing different <laughs> yeah. songs because people will feel like they're all accepted. And that's what we, we're just trying to find our place of acceptance, our, our platform, our seat in society and not just be kicked to the curb. So, yeah, I think that's really actually a really great point is like to not have it be like, oh, it's non-virgins versus virgins. But like, I mean, like you said, we, like everyone has their own unique story, no matter, I guess, in quotes, which side you're on. And so just to be able to be here and like, you know, last time we did this, we had three different guests and they had their different perspectives. And this week, y'all three are here with your different perspective. And it's just like so enlightening um, to hear what we all have to say, because it, it means a lot for us to be able to, to get that side of the story too. Um, do you have a question you wanted to ask though? No, see if you got it. I got it. All right, I should <laughs> take, take I'm gonna take, take it home. Take it home. <laughs> All right, I got it. So, I mean, like we just kind of hit on, um, just again, y'all being here and just giving us so much insight. Um, but we want to go a little, a little deeper with y'all, or not a little deeper, but I guess like we want to just take some more from y'all right. if we do can. it. <laughs> um, but this is more for our listeners. What advice would you like to give them about your experiences? Um, again, any order. Mm. Oh, oh. oh, and also, also if I may, because um, I know Amber, you specifically in your blog, um, I think it was yours, how you were talking about how you want to instill something different in your kids. Um, and you know, we have a oh, lot yeah. of <laughs> we have listeners of all ages, of all walks of life, and so some people do have kids, and so. If you, you know, want to keep that in mind with answering, we would love to get that perspective as well. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I think the biggest thing that I want to um, shed, and I think this is for all ages, is there is no shame in waiting. Um, there is no shame in standing firm in your belief. Um, it doesn't make you cooler if you don't wait. Um it doesn't make you bigger or better than anyone else. Who does? Um, so with that, there's no shame in that. And walk firm in that because more people respect you for not lowering your standard than when you meet them where they are. Um, and I want to just express the fact that it's a lot of peer pressure going on. You feel like you got to do it to be cool. You feel like because everyone is on that wave that you have to conform to that. But it, honestly, people respect you more when you stand firm in your mm -hmm. own belief. Um, so if there is any advice based on what I learned, is stand firm in that. Um, you are the prize. And don't ever forget that because there are people. I remember a guy told me, he said, I respect you so much that you want to wait. And I was like, wow, like you do? He was like, yeah, because most people are just throw themselves. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to do that. Um, and you don't have to feel like there's something wrong with you. I'm telling you. It is so much more attractive to to people when you when you stand firm on that, and that that goes beyond just waiting for sex. But stand firm on your beliefs. If you believe something in your heart of hearts, stand firm in that. 
because no one here, nobody can judge you. Okay, when when you go and you meet God, that's the only person who gets to do that. So don't let anyone here make you feel bad about your principles and the foundation that has been laid out for you or even the one you're setting for yourself. Um, and then the second thing is surround yourself by like-minded people, um, people who are not afraid of holding you accountable. Um, I think it's very important. Um, there's a saying, and I can't really remember right now. I'll probably get at it, but surround yourself by like-minded people who are moving and elevating the same way you are. Don't meet people where they are and beneath you because they can't hold you accountable. They don't see the same vision you have. So hold yourself um, accountable and surround yourself by people who share the same common values as you, but also don't make you feel belittled at the same time for having a different way of thinking, but holding you accountable to what it is you set out to do. Um, and that's with your goals. That's with your um, waiting to marriage. Um, that's with your, your dreams. Just make sure you surround yourself by people who are going to motivate you and push you to become better. Um, so that's the advice I would give, um, not only based on what I've learned, but just to all ages. There is nothing wrong with waiting. There is nothing wrong with being authentically yourself and walk firm in that and be proud of that. Amen. Thank you for that. That was a word. Um, piggyback off what Amber is saying, like respecting and waiting. I've had women ask me to take their virginity. I'm like, no, I'm not trying to be that person. That's just a whole different. What? That's just a like. No, it's just like <laughs> I don't. I don't think like the typical male. Um, like that's not the person I want to be. To you like we're not on that level. I don't want any. Like I don't want that because I know. There's more to it having taken someone's virginity. There's way more to it than just sex, like the soul tie thing. And like, not saying I'm a bad person, but I'm not that person to you. So it's just like, and for the for me, it's like okay. On Instagram, for example, I'm a male. I see women. You see women. I see women. I like. Okay, that's cool. But after the first three seconds of seeing that picture, what more do you have to offer? Like. Can you stimulate me mentally? Can you challenge me to become better? Oh, like, oh, I, you better preach. Like, like, what's the word? Like, I, I, said, what you bring to the table? Like, okay, right? it, okay, the next girl has a nice body too. So, what, what differentiates you from her? Like, it's okay. Everybody can show their body, but are you challenging yourself to be better first and foremost? Do you hold yourself accountable? Are you willing to listen to advice? Like it, it's more to it than just what you see. Call them out. <laughs> I mean, why don't somebody you? felt that somewhere? I know they felt <laughs> that. You just snatched someone's edges, Christian. That was, that was Can't snatch what they don't have. Um. <gasps> and I, oh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm gone. It's done. It's over. All right, all right. Period. Over. Over. I know my no edges girls felt that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to you guys. <laughs> Yikes. But no, it, no. But no, in actuality, I have I have some friends who every girl that throws it at them, they're just like, okay. And I'm just like, why? Like, oh, like. I mean, that's your choice. That's definitely your choice. But like I said, I don't think like typical male, I'm, I'm a little more intelligent than some of my friends. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and, 
And it's not it's nothing wrong with that, but my problem is I have to surround myself with people that are smarter than me because I get bored. It's like, okay, this is my vision. This is what I want to do. I, I want my friends to elevate themselves too, but some of them are content with, you know, it's nothing wrong with staying with your parents until you get yourself ready and stuff. And nothing wrong with that. They're just like, oh, I live here. It's cool. I'm I'm here. But okay, you want to get into a relate a serious relationship? Yeah, um, I live with my mom. Come on over. Like, how does that sound to you? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> just don't be too loud. Just come on over. Like, just be quiet. <laughs> like. Nobody I, I just moved into my um first apartment by myself a few months ago. I mean, I mean, I don't have nobody over. I don't like people like that. But it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the fact that this is my apartment. I, I have my own car. Like this is what I'm doing. It, like it's not much to some, but to me, it's a step in progress because this is all mine. Nobody can take it from me. I pay the bills here. I pay my car note. Like this, this is something I've done. It and and. And I know you guys are in school, and I'm I, I'm gonna be honest. I dropped out, and I didn't feel school was for me because I it it's hard for me to sit in a classroom and listen to somebody's BS, and I gotta pay for it at that. Like, like, like for what I <laughs> That's do. That's a word. I, I I like school's not for everybody. It's not. Um, I um I make I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. I make more money than some of my friends who graduated. So you have to find your niche in, in the world, like find your place. Because at my job, I work for Amazon. I was delivering, but I told myself at the beginning of that job in a year, either I'm not going to be delivering or I'm not going to be at this job because it, it, I, I wasn't going for it. I have, you have one body, so you have to take care of yourself mentally and physically. So doing that, I was getting beat up every day at work. But now I'm in management and I dispatch. I work from home. So it, it's just like you have to set set your goals and for you have to respect your goals and hold yourself accountable. The biggest thing is hold yourself accountable with, with everything, with if you do want to have sex, if you don't want to have sex, whatever you want to do in life, hold yourself accountable. That's when you'll start to see progress. Even the smallest things, like, for instance, I'm trying to gain weight. A push-up a day is progress. It may not be much to That's some, true. but it's progress. Like, People always want to swerve in somebody else's lane. Like, I have a friend who has her master's degree. She had a master's degree at 21, and I was 23. And I'm happy for it. That's cool, but that's not my lane. Like, like those same people that passed you then, you may not know in five years, you may have passed them, and they're looking at you like, wow, I went to school, I did this. Like, as long as you stay in your lane, you'll be fine. So, that's my word. That's the word. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, drop. just drop it. Why don't you? <laughs> you just said stay in your way. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to add a little bit because I know they've said a lot of good advice. So it's really not much for me to say. But for my advice, I just want you to truly look at why are you having sex? Mm-hmm. Like, are you having sex because you truly love that person, you got to know them and you want them, da 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 da. Or are you just having sex to be a stress reliever or to just feel good in the moment? Because if if you truly think about it, sex brings a lot of drama in a lot of instances where you're just having sex just to have it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, cause 
you just end up stressing yourself out about a situation when it comes to sex. And that probably has something to do with the soul ties, um, why you end up stressing out about it. But with just think about the reason why you're having sex. Are you truly having sex because you want to have sex? Is it something that is fulfilling something that you're missing in your life? Like, think about why you're having sex and evaluate what, what is something that you can do that can replace the action of sex. Um, if that makes sense, because sex, it brings drama no matter what. In a good relationship, in a bad relationship, sex can bring drama. So just think about why you're having it and evaluate some ways that it can, um, that you can express yourself in a different way other than being sexual to get the same like satisfaction or gratification that you're missing, that you're trying to get from sex. There we go. That's right. Other ways to ratify or be gratified besides sex. Right? <laughs> okay, <and> then, <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, guys, y'all did it. They did. Y'all, Indeed. Y'all knowledge. And we're just, again, so thankful. Like, we thought y'all were transparent on the bar, right. but we got Christian throwing shade, taking shots. I mean, I mean when, you, when, you're, when you're as tall as a tree, I mean, that's the only thing you're throwing short people, so look. <gasps> oh! 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 Oh my God. Oh my God. All right, all right, I'm done. I'm done. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but we, all of you, Amber and Kayla and Christian, thank you guys for just taking um, some time just to share your thoughts, your viewpoints, your beliefs, and just challenging ours. And um, I just feel like I'm the spokesperson for my sisters. I'm going to speak for them. <laughs> um, we're just so, like, we are so thankful. And y'all taught us so much just in this like hour and some change. And we just appreciate you all for just being here. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. I'm going to give you a little clap, clap. A little golf clap. Clap, clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so to our listeners, um, thank you guys for listening. And we hope if you have not watched and read the, um, well, not watched, you can't watch podcasts, it's fine. Um, <laughs> if you have not listened to part one, please go do so. And if you have not read this blog or the blog previous, please do that. And again, just thank you for listening. So this concludes our podcast. Hold up now. How can they find us? Oh, man? you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm just going to leave them hanging, aren't you? <laughs> I am. Go read the blog. Yes. <laughs> you can find out more information about on the VL is very simple on the VL IG <laughs> on the VL website um podcasts are on Spotify and the Anchor app and Apple and Apple uh-huh. yes we on Apple Apple important anyways yep. <laughs> um and then um our Facebook is also on the VL and Timmy when like what's our Twitter Twitter on the VL one so diversity yep <laughs> it's just a little change the one that merged. Yeah, we added the one. Yep. You know, we mixed it up a little well, bit. Well, Twitter added it, um, but you know, it is what it is. Yes. And then also to our lady listeners, this app, as it was mentioned in the beginning, that it was sponsored by Boho Black. So please check out Boho Black. It's LA meets Atlanta in fashion for the edgy, trendy Boho girl. Um, there's You'll find great pieces for date nights, girls' nights, brunch, whatever you want to go to wherever you're trying to pop out or stunt for, you can find it at Boho Black. Um, there is now a promo code for 50% off of any purchase called Sell15. So visit 
um, www.boholeblack.com or visit the Boho Black IG. And also, if you visit On The VL when our podcast release, which will be on Monday, we'll be there hopefully Ooh. the day you listen. Um, <laughs> you can find it on our IG page. We post the information um, both on our story and on our feed. So please check out Boho Black. Without a K. Without a K. It's a C. <laughs> so please check that out. And again, thank you for listening. Bye.